What up, what up, people? Keith Dunning coming to you guys again with another segment of the Royal Agenda. <clears throat> now, this evening, I want to talk to you guys about impulses and changes in your family of rollers. You know, you know, each year, each year you're going to breed your birds. You might bring them different. You might bring in a few birds. It's different. Or just might stock from your own kit box. However, each, each year your birds going to go through some changes. Mostly because of your selections or lack of selection. For me, you know, I noticed uh, my birds change in some ways, uh, some ways good, some ways, well, some ways for the better, some ways not for the better, but they weren't damaging per se. You know, it's like um, small stuff I noticed, like before I could have my birds kidding. Maybe the first two days I flag them up. Now it's taking between five to eight days to get them actually kidding. Kidding like I want the kid. That's what I mean to say. Like I want the kid. You know, uh, but once they do, they're good. In fact, their kid symmetry is a little better. So they, once they start kitten, they go right to flipping. They don't start rolling or spinning. They start flipping a little more that, and they all start, and they all be doing it. I mean, it's not like, oh, I got one or two birds turned over. No, no. They all be, like, trying to turn over together. Like, this fly slow to turn over. I run from a fly, honestly, I run from the fly at least, at least three weeks before they even start flipping this kit. Just three weeks. Just straight kitten, no flipping at all. And then start flipping. <clears throat> but anyway, they start to develop a little bit earlier. But I don't mean like develop as, as in 50 footers. I mean, I might breed so far in the last two years. I think I only bred three birds actually 50 feet, and one bird that'll just straight roll down. So it's not, not bad. I bred. 72 birds last year out of 72 right now look out of 72 birds I bred last year in the kit there are nine but there are 11 no 9 10 11 12, it's 14 total back in the backyard but 11 in the main little group but I stocked one this year two this year Last year I stocked, I bred, you gotta understand, the birds I bred last year, I gave my friend Yancey 20 of them. So, so I got 50 something for myself. Not, not bad, numbers are still good. But anyway, the changes. And these are the changes I noticed. With increased tight, as far as most of the birds are built almost the same, they fly different. They fly. The pattern is what I really want. But I want. I notice that I get up. I get big breaks. The birds still stay frequent, but I don't get a lot of big breaks like back to back, like I was getting. I think that's due to the, 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 the through the velocity and speed increasing. That's why I think it is. The birds are faster, but they don't break as much as they used to. 
don't get me wrong, they roll a lot, but they don't break as much. Which I'm gonna, which I'm selecting for again now. So the brother bro with the kit, to get that back. I got the velocity up where I want it. Um, the quality is up where I want it. Type expression, balance, everything that that's that's there. I'm I'm, I'm good on that. <clears throat> so what we gotta understand is all these changes is gonna it's gonna change the impulses that trigger them. Imp like now my birds will fly longer, not always higher. They fly long. They not they fly. So I don't I feel them pretty much the same. I don't have to feed, break them down to feed them up this. But they will get higher. They will go higher than normal. People see my kit, they see my kids usually stay right in your face. The birds are smaller, which is which wasn't done purposely. Cause everybody know I don't like big I don't like small small birds, small rollers. And I definitely don't like small cock birds. Only reason why I've never seen a champion. Excuse me, I've never seen a champion small cock bird. I've never seen one. I've seen some really good ones in the air. I've never seen no really, really good ones in the loft yet. That's where, I, in some parts of the Apodakian theory, I kind of, I kind of agree with, but not, not all straight out 100%. I do like my cockbirds to be bigger, because um, they still, they still, if you got the right hands, they still would throw small type of bird if you want. I mean, but I rather for my cockbirds look like a cock when you first look at it. At first glance, glance, I gotta say cock. That's what I'm gonna see. That's a nice hand. It's a cop. But there are things that are going to change. Every year your bird should go through some kind of change. Staying the same is just as hard as improving. Because each pair is going to produce different every every year. Or with different changes of color or whatever it may be. There will be changes each year. Now, let's talk the scope from changes to impulses and stimulation. What triggers, what stimulates, stimulates the bird to give it the impulse to break with everybody else? It starts with genetics first. I think it has something to do with the eye and that people flex to be able to react in a timely manner with everybody else to go on a break. I just feel that way. And all the birds are pretty much like triggers. Um, any bird can trigger a kid, especially when you fly tight. But what are the impulses that trigger your birds? Look at that. Some birds, some birds are is feed. Some bird is an upward motion. Some birds are pause. And some just like this be flying, just hit a wall, a visible wall. And they all go. If it be all the birds on the same accord or the same line and select for those traits, you'll get it. So you don't want to select birds that pause and birds hit the wall and birds that go up. 
It's best to select for one of the traits and have it run through your loft consistently. That's pretty much what you gotta do, but you gotta watch your kid. Most guys watch your kid. All you're watching is roll. That's all they're watching. They're not watching when they trigger, um, turn left, turn right, pause, lift up. They ain't doing that. Flying fast, stop, go. I mean, they don't even pay attention to that. They don't pay attention to the bird that's in the kit. That's when the kit break. This bird is not even, not even flipping. He just turned, turning, turning in the, in the middle of the kit, turning around. Stay with the kit. Uh, drop down with the kit. Not even rolling. They can go and pay attention. They can't even spot them birds. They're so busy watching the roll. But you gotta breed and make and select and make those changes to get the impulses you want. I mean, that's what you have to do. Come on. The master classes right now. Like people, I got some questions asked at the show today about they, they need they, they want to do what they need to do with their birds. I said, what are your birds doing? They doing they rolling. I said, okay, what 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 are they? What's the problem? You ask me for help, but you ain't tell me what your problem is. What are they doing that they make you think it's a problem? So, but the first question asked me was the smallest asked me about commitment. What does commitment really mean? I said, commitment is when you got a twenty foot bird, and every time they break, he give me that twenty feet or close to it. He's committed to what he is on the break. You got some birds when they break, they they coming around, bloom, 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 and then during, during the fly, they piss off a good one by itself. Then they get on a break, bloom, 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 and then later on, puff a good one by itself. He's not committing on the breaks. Everything he's doing is individual. He's, 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 he's active on the breaks, but he's not committing on the breaks. So we gotta we gotta breed and select for those traits to get them in our birds. Some of one, one of the things that increased in my birds is pretty much the homing instinct. You know, once they really get homed, they 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 do they've been pretty good at getting back home. You know, for the, for, the, for these birds to get hit get, to be getting hit like they've been hit for the last two weeks, thirteen days, two weeks, every day for the last thirteen days, with only two catches. And the birds get chased off, and they all end up coming back. I mean, I, I'm lucky to have those birds. Out here, I hear people saying I lost a kid. Falcon hit me, I lost five. Falcon hit me, I lost three. Falcon hit me, he caught two, and I lost four. I be hearing those, babe, hearing those. But they do try to come back soon. I think the problem is we spend too much time uh, training our birds. We don't really home our birds. Let the birds know something. Every night, let your birds be a pigeon. Throw some feet on the ground to them, but every now and then, you gotta do it every day. Every now and then. Let them know this is home. Let them just hang out. Feed them up a little bit. Let them fly around, come down, let them hang out. Just let them hang out and be pigeons. Let them know that that's their home. But thing is, when anything comes around, you gotta protect them, protect them while they're at home. Make sure nothing else can bother them. Don't let nobody else scare them up but you. That's it. Use your flag almost every time or the same device every time. They know it's you. All this part of being home, that's things they know about at home. They gotta feel safe, like that's their home. Um, so like I said, for the most part, everything else has gotten better with my birth, for the most part. 
pay attention to all this stuff, you find out it's easier to recover from losses. But what I try to do, what I'm trying to do here is trying to open up everybody's minds and to everybody to fly good kids. There's only always going to be one best. So if you got a chance to be best at any given time, pat yourself on the back. Because at any given time, the best can, can, can succumb to another best. You might be the best for that time or for that moment or for that day, or for that week, month, year, decade, whatever it may be. If you've been the best, pat yourself on the back because everybody can't be the best. Only one person can be the best at a time. Best mean you at the top. Even though smart might be close, they still best at that time. I have somebody say, man, somebody told me I was giving up too much knowledge. I'm giving up the blueprint. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to raise everything. I don't want to be... I don't mind being the best, but I don't want to be the only one that know how to do anything. The only one to know. I want. I need everybody to have a basic idea. Like today, I judge the show. SSRC, real good show. Turnout was good. Nice guy, no problems, right? But the birds, what I should did, I should have spoke more on, on the choices on the champions and the birds that won but it wasn't my show so I didn't want to take over the show like that but I could I needed to stop I should have stopped got the mic and explained my choices explained why some birds didn't get picked I should have taken the time to do that that was my whole that's what I meant to do that was pretty much <clears throat> I wouldn't I wouldn't exactly 100% I just got off work at six, came home, made 200 Miracle Plus pills, and then got almost an hour or so of sleep, and I was at the show. Maybe two hours and 10 minutes tops, and I was at the show. So I didn't really get no rest. But I was sharp enough to see when birds were all right. I'm gonna tell you what was wrong with the birds. I saw the mission, I was gonna mention the show. But I'm gonna get to that a little later. I'm gonna finish talking about talking about the selection and the impulses and stuff. So, do you guys know that flight pattern can be a trigger? Flight pattern can be a trigger. It can be impulse to drive your birds to break. Fly speed, all that. Do you know flight pattern and fly speed have a lot to do with type? Did you guys know that? Flight pattern and speed has a lot to do with type. A lot. It also has something to do with, um, I ain't gonna say homing instinct. What it is, is, if you notice, most of the people who lose a lot of birds are people who just breed for the role, period. Or they got, or they breed all over the place. Or just in a bad area. Right? So, if you flying pigeons and you got a family you've been flapping for years, now you're starting to lose birds, that's your fault. Because now all you're selecting for is the road. You're not selecting that bird to come back every day. That's your fault. So, 
what you're doing is change, cause your birth to change. And you, 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 you let it go unchecked for too long. You gotta check that. The reason why people lose birds when there's a lot of different birds is because some birds have different impulses to get home. Some birds can't, some birds are followers. Some birds panic and don't know where they are, they start flying around everywhere in a while. And birds follow them. If you notice that most time people lose birds, it's because when people lose kits and birds come back, there's the birds that say, you know what, I'm not following these birds, I'm gonna go home. And they leave the kit and come home. And you got some birds that won't stick with the kit no matter what. Those that's those ones you're gonna if the kit leave, you're gonna lose them. But anyway. It's love that. So, the way of flying and breeding Birmingham Rose in Southern California, probably all, all over, everywhere has changed. We no longer have the luxury of flying a bird two and three seasons and say, and then and then stocking it, the best bird. We don't have that luxury, which is one of the reasons why I do the podcast, so you guys can identify those birds sometimes early. I would say, anytime you put on a new pair, what you do? Put on a new pair. You fly, fly in the first year, as many as possible. If they're really good, I mean really good. Study the type of the best ones. It's, it's type and expression of the best ones. It's going to be close to be close to being the same. I guarantee it. Now, the reason why I say this is because I have this pair that throws these dynamite birds but they don't give me two babies every single time the first round this year I got two I had a cock bird from the day I pulled, pulled, pulled him, put him on the floor in the loft I said damn he's going to be nice looked at him, looked at him, started flying he started spinning before his sister kept flying boop, he's gone sister, rolling good, don't look as good as him but she's going to be good, but I don't think she's going to be good as the other two I stocked last year she won't be as good as they are, but she'll be good, she better hold her own now we have the next round, is one baby, look just like the one I stocked last year and the one that was the best bird last year, look just like them. I said, no, I need these birds in the kit, see my thing is I'm trying to change everything. I want my kits to be powerful like that. That's why I'm trying to get them birds in my kit. Well, as a youngster, I play with the older group. Give a few peas every day so it built the strength to hang with them. And flew with them perfect. They got cased away down to the Crenshaw, Manchester. They came back. It came back with them. Didn't leave kit or nothing. My point is, it do all that. To get home. Get home. Over the house. And then get caught by a falcon. Ain't that some shit? They get chased and chased and chased and chased and chased and chased. He chased them down there to... He was in Inglewood, damn near over that big lots. That was almost over that. I said, gone. About 30 minutes later, look up, they over my head. With the little young bird, he didn't break kid at all. But then they come home, they coming down in the falcon kitchen. See, so... So you got to figure out, figure out ways to get past 
losing all the best ones for the five hundred. People say, "Well, you still got the pair. That to me, you gonna get, you gonna be able to keep, you gonna make another best one." Man, I kept changing us only one best. But anyway, so this one was the one by gut. If I want to keep it in loft, I should put it up. But I'm not breeding them birds for stock. I'm breeding them birds to have in the kit. I need them birds in the kits. I need like three or four of them in the kit. That's what I need. So, just give you guys a hot, what I'll be thinking about, what you guys need to think about. Don't fly a bird three months, start spending and stock it. No, that ain't how you do it. Fly it. If you get percentages of good birds are good, they look a certain way. Then you stop one and keep flying the other ones. So I got two stocks. I don't need to stock one right now. So that's that. So the reason why I say our flies have changed and when we, when we fly rolls in LA have changed because now we, we don't have, we only have half a year. We got basically pretty much, I'm going to say, Hypothetically speaking, we got April, May, June, July, August, and then September. So we got six. But we go, but I, I get, I've been getting hit since I've been flying. My, they haven't left me alone for more than 11, 12 days. Tops. So we get, we get hit all the time. So I'm trying to figure out if I got hit every day, 12 days straight, why should I, I lock my birds up in the, in the fall? In the, um, in the fall and winter. That's my question I'm asking myself right now. If I'm getting hit like this right now, what would be different if I flew? Well, different would be, be more Coopers too. At that time, there's more Coopers around also. I got hit by the pair of Falcons. As a matter of fact, today, two Falcons locked up. I didn't know what they were. I didn't even see them. I looked up, I seen something falling. I said, what the hell? I heard them make that noise that they, they, they broke up. Two falcons, one chased the other one away, and it was gone. So if it's like that right now, what would be a difference come so-called lockdown season? The difference is this. Since people actually locking down at that time, whoever flying get it worse. That's what happens. I don't get by Falcon no worse then than I do now. Only thing difference is at that time you see occasional red tails and you see Coopers. And you see a few Coopers. So that's the difference. The Coopers come. But the Falcon remain the same. I get by a pair. So there's no difference in that. So arch that our way of flying in LA has to change. So we have to figure out a different selection process and we gotta be able to adapt to what's going on around us. Talking trash to each other does not help our situation at all. That's ego talking. You just want to put people down, make yourself feel better, feel good about yourself. That's good about your birds. But that's understandable. So, this is things we, we got to cut out. No more quick observations. We can't just look at a bird quick. Oh, three months to spend in the stock. No, we, we can't do that. Not like that. We gotta pay attention to our kids more. See what's really happening so we can make adjustments right away. No more pedigree selections right now. We 
got based our verbs on actual performance. Now, performance or ability to produce performance. That's what we got to go by now. The pedigree birds is playing out right now. So I'm sorry. All in pedigrees, certain birds don't mean nothing. Like I said, if you don't understand the pedigree, pedigrees, what the birds and the pedigree stand for, it don't mean nothing. No more name ch- chasing. So I, I saw some today at the show. I saw some dudes pay some money for some birds. And Max person to the side why why he did that. One person he said, That bird be rolling. Okay. But all all these birds back here probably can roll to some degree. What are you gonna do with a bird that's 60 foot? I don't even breed 60 footers. I, I, I rarely breed them. I'm not even trying to, don't care to. But they say about 60 feet like a bullet. Okay, like a bullet. So it got so go with the kids. So if the, so if the birds are flying just coming out and the kid break over the roof, what happens? I'm just saying. So no more name changes so now you have to become a damn near pro just to fly a good kit you have to you have to do it right now you have to become that in your backyard you're the owner you're the breeder you're the handler you're the maintenance man whatever it is you just you now you gotta become so you gotta learn it Watch for your impulse and what's triggering it. So it can be subtle changes. So changes are so small that make the stuff happen in your life. You gotta be able to find it and spot it. You. I don't mind giving advice. But I still sometimes like today with this is the show. It's, it's for a whole group. I don't I don't really think I have time to out of my day to go to somebody's house and fix their problem with their birds. I'm just saying. I got my own birds I'm trying to get up. So I gotta figure a way to do my podcast, write a rap, keep finish right trying to finish my script, work, rest, and do my birds. Days. Like I said, all that in my off days. So I'm saying, my life, I have a lot of life too. So that's why it's hard for me to get to people's houses. Not because I don't want to get to people's houses, just because I got stuff I need to do. And that stuff is more important. Self preservation, baby. That's what it is. Gotta take care of stuff so you can continue to take care of everything else. But I'm gonna get around. I don't want to keep babbling on. There's just a little something to think about. Then we get into the show. But let's keep done the sign out. Roll agenda. Peace.